This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey Irish fans, welcome to the Off the Rail Show on the OFD podcast. I am your extremely hot host, Joshua Voles, site manager, emperor, supreme warlord, and defender of the faith over at OneFootDown.com on the SB Nation Network. Yeah, man. Woo, it is hot. Hot, hot, hot. It's so hot, I can't be at the pool much longer. It's so hot that I got crazy thoughts crowding my head. And that's, uh, that's when you leave the pool. Come on in, turn the podcast machine on, and uh, let loose just this uh, this thought. It, it, it's nothing new. It's absolutely nothing new. So just a few minutes ago, I took to Twitter, and I, and I, I don't know if anybody really responded, but just asked, you know, what, what would the 2017 season have looked like if Jalen Smith was back for a fifth year, and Deshaun Kaiser returned uh, at quarterback as well. Ludicrous, right? I mean, maybe not so much. I mean, there was a time, and I'd say maybe five years ago, um, maybe 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 a little bit more, where I, yeah, maybe probably more, maybe about 10, 15 years ago. <laughs> but, uh, you know, we're, we're an injury like, like Jalen's, um, you, you might have just you might have just saw him return. The, the NFL medical science maybe did, wasn't so far ahead. Maybe he does, you know, say you know just take the season rehabbing, you know, in school and then uh, and you know playing one more year uh, to improve his draft status. Nowadays that that and Jalen is definitely the uh, best best case scenario for for all that. Um, you want to say take some chances, but then again, you know, I mean, Jerry Jones, evil genius. Uh, it was their doctor that operated on Jalen. Uh, so who got probably the best uh, diagnosis of what was there? and What was it? Probably Jerry Jones, evil genius. Um, but, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, but I mean, it's, a, it's an intriguing thought. I mean, I get, we had spoke, we, you know, I, I've, I put forth, Quite a few times about, you know, what if Kaiser was the quarterback in 2017? Now here, now here's the thing. This is nobody wanted Kaiser back bad more more than Brian Kelly. I mean, some people accuse him of trying to tank uh, the decision of him to go to the NFL, but I you know some people had. There's some 
talk out there about how divided the locker room was. And look, that was a that was a Brian Kelly problem. To be honest with you, that that was you know not deciding on a quarterback. You know, he he gave a promise to Malik he should have never have gave, and then you know, and then you have a quarterback competition, and then the best guy for the job doesn't win it outright, even though he's outright the best quarterback for the job in Kaiser, and yeah, so you got mess. I mean, if if Kelly if Kelly just flat out rolls with Kaiser to start the season out 2016, I'm not saying they're going to a bowl game at least. I mean, they're winning. I I know, I know. It's Notre Dame. That's not what we're shooting for. I get it. But a four and eight season is such a demoralizing season. I mean, a a seven eight win season sucks. But it's nowhere in the same scope as a as a four win season. Now you can you can make the argument too that at least you know the the phoenix rose from the ashes after the four and eight season, where Kelly made a bunch of changes that were needed uh, and that have been vital to the success of the program over the last two years. I mean, there's no question. So perhaps you know it probably it might have just took that that kind of rock bottom hit. Uh, for Kelly to do that. So, but, you know, he, they wanted Kaiser. I mean, look, they named him a captain. This is how bad, this is how badly Brian Kelly wanted Deshaun Kaiser to be on the 2017 Notre Dame football team. They named him a captain in December of 2016. Notre Dame has still not named their captains for the 2019 season, and it is July of 2019. I don't believe Brian Kelly has ever had a captain quarterback, as you know, a quarterback who's also been a captain. <clears throat> and there's a big, there's been questions about that before. And he's basically said, well, they've had so much on their plate already. They're they're a pseudo captain regardless. But to put all that on to Kaiser, you know, in December of 2016, they wanted it back, man. They wanted it back, and for a reason. I mean, Brandon Wimbush. As talented as he is, wasn't ready. I, he had a, a a admirable season, but there was obviously deficiencies in his game, and and we all saw it. And so, I mean, so I have put forth before that if Deshaun Kaiser comes back for 2017, Notre Dame wins 11, maybe 12 games that season. Now I was thinking, sitting there thinking, I don't know why. <laughs> um, oh, I know why. Because someone had brought Jalen up. Uh, because I made the kind of mistake of calling Kyle Hamilton the biggest recruit since Manti, defensive recruit since Manti Teo. Someone rightfully so corrected me with Jalen. But at the same time, I am somewhat correct in, in my thinking just because when was the last time Notre Dame had a ball hawking safety uh, playmaker that they you know recruited in. Okay, uh, no disrespect to Jalen Elliott, who is like number one on my love list right now, and Aloe Gilman, who's like probably number three on my love list right now. You know, it we're talking about a recruit coming in, biggest recruit coming in, and, and Harrison Smith, hell, they wasted him for three years. So, but anyway, so I started thinking about Jalen just a little bit more, and I was just like, man. What if he would have came back in 2017? And then I'm clicking, 
man, that means my scenario with Deshaun Kaiser coming back in 2017, what the hell would have happened that year? Do I think Notre Dame would have won a national title? Probably not. I, I don't I don't know if that team could have got and I just don't know, man. You gotta remember 2017, Notre Dame had Quentin Nelson and Mike McGlinchey on the left hand side. Two top ten NFL draft picks. You had you would then you would have had Jalen Smith as a pass rusher who would have been also a top 10 draft pick that, that following thing once he got a season in. I don't know. I mean, perhaps the rehab situation goes a little... It wasn't like Jalen was full ready to go that uh, that 2000 and... Um, you know, that next season after, after his injury, you know, in two, 2017. I mean, he, he was... Okay, but he's still getting better and better, you know, still healing. And then Deshaun Kaiser, who, you know, could have got drafted higher, I believe, had he had another good season in South Bend. He was coming off of a shit season on a crap team, you know, and, and went pretty high. How high could he have gone if he with a on a really good team with some big numbers? And that's I mean that's the thing. This team was just 2017 had some felt like they were just loaded, you know, at the time, and they were, and and they were playing freshmen like Kurt Heinisch and and MTA. Those guys were circling in at defensive tackle, and so I guess so. The reason why I'm bringing all this up, and this is, this is going to be a short short episode, is just to I think to prove to the point that. To a lot of the naysayers about the Notre Dame football program, and I'm not talking about outsiders. I'm, you know, you're never gonna you're never gonna prove an outsider wrong when they talk about Notre Dame. You're just not. No matter how, no matter how much proof, how much fact you can put in front of their face, it, it, it's like politics. Okay, you're not gonna, you know, you're not gonna flip the other side to your way of thinking. It just, it just not. It's an emotional. Pull politics is an emotional pull. College football is an emotional pull. You're you're not going to flip the other. You're not going to all of a sudden get one of the bigger Notre Dame haters that you know to flip and think, "Oh man, this program is." Yeah, I was wrong. This program's on track. But you can speak to some of the naysayers in you know within the fan base. They might have a little bit more open mind now. Then again, a lot of them are still looking back to the Holtz era, and and they whitewash a lot of what went on in that era um, because of the national championship, obviously. And you know, not just that. I mean, they they're going to look. Notre Dame is trying to get three double digit wins for the first for the only the second time in in Notre Dame history in this year, and the only other time that happened was during the Holtz era. And the biggest difference is. During that three-year run of double-digit wins, Notre Dame's going to New Year's Day Bowls and winning them. Okay? Holtz is getting screwed out of a national title in one of those years. So, you know, <laughs> I looking at this, though, it's they are 
it, it just feels like they're on track. And yeah, we're these are like massive hypotheticals, right? I mean, the Kaiser one isn't so much hypothetical. I mean, that's like, I mean, obviously it is, but it's not a, it's not out there. It's not out in left field. Like, what if Kaiser would have came back for, for another year? I mean, I would surmise Notre Dame wins at least eleven, if not all twelve, of their games in two thousand seventeen with Deshaun Kaiser. And the only the yeah, they beat Georgia. Okay. That was a that was a one point ball game at home. Deshaun Kaiser would on that team they beat Georgia, and even with the loss to Georgia, Notre Dame was a you know was highly considered a playoff worthy team up until the disaster in Miami. Now does does, it, does the disaster in Miami get totally nullified by? Deshaun Kaiser? Yeah, maybe. I mean, that's what quarterbacks do. They are absolute game changers. They can change the entire face of a game. I mean, that was a buzzsaw Notre Dame walked into that night. But at the same time, they lacked so much. They, I wouldn't even say leadership. They just they weren't ready for what happened. But at the same time, they played like ass. Brandon Wimbush did not play well. He got pulled, and Ian Book comes in, and then he throws a pick six. You know, does that happen with Deshaun Kaiser? I venture to say probably not. Call me a hopeless optimist. Call me, uh, you know, a, a fan with, you know, blue and gold glasses on. I don't know. To me, it makes sense. that was, 2017 was a very good football team, a very good football team. Were they better in 2015? Maybe. I mean, I think a lot of people look at the 2015 team as possibly Kelly's best. You know, and yet, <laughs> and yet, things still happen that season. But I just think that, you know, the, the Kaiser thing, he comes back, you know, it, I couldn't. Can you imagine a? I mean, we're we're already kind of on a high. Like people that are that are willing to give the credit to Brian Kelly and to Notre Dame for the win for for winning like they have been the last couple of years. You know, could you imagine? Let's say in 2017, they won. You know, they made it to the playoffs and, and at least won a playoff game. I could see that happening with Kaiser and Jalen Smith on that team. I can see that happening with just Kaiser on that team. So when people are talking about how far off, this is not a far off program in my mind. I mean, it's just, this does not feel, this doesn't have the feel of that. Maybe it's because, of, maybe I'm just like completely infused with two years of winning a ton of ball games, And so maybe my opinion is, is shot because, you know, my fandom is taking, takes over some, I mean, and I'm able to admit that at least, I mean, look, I am a fan, obviously. So, you know, I am capable of making an unlogical decision or choice or, or thought about Notre Dame's football program because of it. But it just feels to me that this program is on the right track. And I've used and. I'm using the whole Jalen Smith and Deshaun Kaiser hypothetical to prove that. 
or at least in my mind, I'm, I'm, I look at it like, could you imagine? Could you honestly imagine what it would have been like in 2017 with Jalen and Kaiser? They were available. Hell, I think, I, I, I know I've mentioned this before, and I'm pretty sure, I think Kaiser was eligible. He could have, would have had a year of eligibility for last year even. Could you have imagined that? Notre Dame went 12-0. and 0. I don't I just, they, you know, no guys that stick around for, look, Jalen Smith was not going to stick around for a fifth year. There was, even without the injury, even without the injury, and because the thought was, you know, why stay in school and deal with all that med- all that noise and that medical stuff when your goal is the NFL, let me jump in. They think I can go in the first three rounds even with, you know, a, a knee that's fuck, just decimated. And then use the, the medical facilities and, and everything that, and all the stuff the NFL has to offer to get me ready to move on in my career. It was smart. It was smart thinking. There's, there's no way around that. Jalen Smith did the absolute best thing Jalen Smith can do. And not only that, but he finishes. He finished. He got his degree. Graduated this May. So, I mean, it, it, which is for me, who is not. I am a Subway alum, and I take huge issue with Subway alums that like throw academics around, like at other schools and all that shit. Which to me, it's bogus and phony. Like it, it, it's just an argument I don't use a whole lot. But at the same time, I appreciate the program trying to make these, these are student athletes, wanting to graduate their players. I, I put that in a very high category of what I like about this program because college football should be different than just winning. So Jalen doing that quickly like that, was a great thing. So Jalen Smith did everything absolutely that he should do. Okay. But just the fact that you, that there is a scenario where he could have came back intrigued me and made me think, ah, you know, it's just like a player or two, a player or two, a player or two each year. Just, you know, this one guy sets it off, you know, and Kaiser, that was one that that's the opposite of Jalen. You know, this is America. You do you do as you will, man. Freedom, freedom of will, and God bless them for doing it. But I'm also in the camp that believes that, yeah, he probably should have, you know, came back. I thought it would have been beneficial to him. I mean, when the Browns are sitting there, you're screwed. <laughs> if you're a Notre Dame quarterback and the Browns are sitting there, you're screwed. So. I know this is this as all. I mean, it's called off the rails for a reason, right? This this is me uh, in my purest form of of and you know no feedback. I got nobody nobody next to me or nobody on the line checking my statements, uh, questioning the, my thought process or or my sanity. Uh, so this is just me putting my thoughts out there on the air and. Uh, you know, so I, I know it's a little out there, but I mean, it, it's not out there. When you start thinking about one player here or there, 
is, you know, you can be a play and you can win a playoff game. Could be better than what you were. One player. That's why recruiting is so damn important. That's that's the key right there. So, and I'm not. I mean, I'm not going to dive into a whole bunch of recruiting mess here. I just wanted to say, I thought about this, and it made me feel special inside. I thought about Notre Dame pulling that win off against forty thousand Georgia fans in South Bend. I thought about going down to Miami and Justin Yoon kicking a game-winning field goal in the fourth quarter. I thought about going out to Palo Alto, smacking David Shaw on his smug little bitch face, and finishing 12-0. All because the Sean Kaiser came back. And maybe Jalen Smith. So anyways, i leave you with that. I don't need to dive too much into it. Uh, listen, please sign up for the SB Nation fan pulse. Make your voice heard. Go to the website. Go to onefootdown.com. It's up there on the front page. Sign up. It's, it's one email a week during the season. Vote on the top 25 in college football. It's, it's an easy thing to do. It's something that take you two minutes to do, uh, and you make your voice heard. This is going to be a cool thing. This is going to be something throughout the season that we're keeping track of. We got some cool graphics. They've been doing this with, like, doing stuff with baseball and the NFL on SB Nation with this. It's a cool thing. Take take a quick moment, sign up, set your preseason poll, and then we'll roll. You're, you're not going to get a whole bunch of other junk. Um, you know, this, this is going to be our thing. So everybody across the network is doing it. There's been a lot of Notre Dame fans signing up, which is great. You know, I, I, I believe in uh, my boss's, from my boss's email, we were sitting somewhere close to the top four. Um uh, as far as total sites for, for signups. So that's great. You know, get your voices heard. Everyone thinks Michigan's overrated. Damn right. I think my preseason poll, I might have them rank like 13th. I don't know. Seems right to me. Seems a lot better than third, uh, or more accurate than third, I should say. But, uh, so check that, go to the site, sign up, do that. Also, please, we are trying to drive 100 ratings onto this podcast and this is all based off of Apple podcast. So if you're listening on like, um, uh, on overcast or, or Spotify or something like that, but you got, you got the chance to go to an Apple, iPad, Apple podcast, go over there, give us a rating. Um, please leave a review. If you can, if, if you can take an, another moment and do that, We're really looking for some feedback. Uh, right now we have the off the rail show and the, and the OFD podcast itself. Um, might be another show added to the, to the lineup, uh, before the season. Don't know. Either way, you're probably going to get about three or four podcasts a week, I believe, um, throughout the season, which is, uh, which is quite a bit of me talking, but, uh, I'll, I'll make sure it's, it's, it'll be the season. So it'll be less rant and, uh, nonsensical, uh, <laughs> dreams, than uh, than actual um, talking to some football and what's what's going on and what's what's happening. So, hey, look, I appreciate your time. Appreciate it all. Stay cool out there. I I know it's hot, hot, hot all across the country. It's a it's a death heat wave. It's rough out there. Stay cool, uh, and uh, we will talk soon. Go Irish.